Welcome to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver has decided to drag in today, but it is a eh, dreary kind of day here in the heart of Dixie. It is a Friday, the 29th day of December in the year of our Lord, 2023. I guess that'll be the last time we'll say 2020. Well, no. it'll be the last time we're supposed to say 2023, but I hope you're having a great morning, and I hope the last 21 hours since we last visited have gone well as well. We'll start with Sky Rizzy. How are you this morning? <laughs> Feeling groovy. Ready. Feeling groovy. Ready to rock. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it is so deep in your blood. It's you. never. It's, it's awesome. Fantastic. Groovy, man. It's yeah. ready to rock, man. It's awesome, man. My dad has an awesome set of tools. He, we can, he can fix anything. Nice. Oh, Actually, dude. a Richmond High reference. I, I, I don't believe that it. Was, That's pretty Wow. Cool. I thought Scott name? didn't know any little, of those little things. Spicoli? Spicoli. Yeah, but what was the name of the girl? I have no idea what the name of the girl was. Oh, uh, well, it's Phoebe Cates. Isn't there a bathing suit scene Phoebe in that Cates. movie? Phoebe Who can yeah, forget? Oh, oh she, she was a babe. Yeah, Ooh, so, so, I mean, you know. I'm telling you. Teenage Doesn't guys. anybody those knock anymore? Kind of re- <laughs> <laughs> remember those things. <laughs> I sure do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Amy Beth Shaver, how are you? How's the family? The whole nine yards. Well, here's the summation of my day yesterday mm-hmm. because 17-year-old has mono. Okay. Okay. Dad called it a month ago just because she was sleeping so much, and we know mm-hmm. that, you know. Right. But the sore throat showed up. And and she wanted to talk about the sore throat like two days ago. And I'm like, that's disgusting. But then wakes up yesterday and she's like, can you please not go anywhere? I'm like, okay. And then Chris is really bad. I'm like, oh my gosh. He's got the flu. He's got the Allison Sinclair itis. Yes. That that y'all gave to me. Uh huh. And I texted my sweet Wesley, who's in Charleston, and I Mm -hmm. said, you got out of here just in time. Dad has the flu. Molly has mono. I'm so out of momming that I burned Dad's toast twice. (laughs) I did. Is is that a metaphor for something? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I mean, you talk about running up and down the stairs, medicine, all the things. And then finally, though, Sky, you are going to appreciate this so much. Have you seen the John Lennon docu-series? It's a three-parter. Yes. I think it's on Netflix. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, that's been out for a while now, hasn't it? Perhaps. Yes. I don't okay. know. Sure. But Chris started out while I was doing all the mom things and burning his toast with the Band of Brothers rewatch. So he's kind of halfway through that. And then he decided in the evening when I finally sat down again, he was like, we're going to watch this because I don't know much about John Lennon. I just vaguely remember when he died. And we watched the docuseries, which made me think about you. Oh, thank you. That was fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, Lennon was, you know, politics aside, uh, really a voice in many ways of a generation. Yeah, he really was. And I think he said something that was very inspiring. I actually took notes, which is really dorky. I understand that. But he said... That the poet or artist's job is to express what we all feel. And I was like, that's it. Like that, wow. And then he talked about yeah. seeing excellence in other areas and a movie or poetry or whatever. It was kind of in the same, um, I don't know who he was speaking to, but he said, you know, when I see somebody do something really well, it makes me think I want to go out and do that too. 
And I thought, mm, isn't that the definition of excellence? It makes you think you can do that. Even if you can't, that's how you know you're viewing something spectacular. And I was, I don't know. Then I started wondering what made people love him. And so now I'm in a, on a quest to I figure that out. it was the, the honesty and, the, and also the vulnerability. Uh, John Lennon was a man uh, just complex, but uh, filled with duality. Um, he's, he's quite an interesting character, but he was he was um, fragile. Yeah, and he was outspoken fragile. as he was. Uh, I think Lennon was very brave, actually. I think um, he was very brave, and I think the second thing that it made me think of is when he was shot, Scott. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. And there's a reference to Martin Luther King, John Lennon. Okay. Martin Luther King, and um, RFK. Okay. And then he says, and they were shot for speaking up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I thought, huh, Scott Beeson, mm-hmm. in his quest for peace, mm-hmm. was he also one of the ones taken out? Conspiracy theory Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, he was terribly freak, freak, pers- freak out Friday. Persecuted by the FBI. Um, they, he was. I had uh, no idea. They showed all of the Nixon files following him, following every movement. What, like, what? What was his? I mean, was he a commie? I'm just asking, why were they... Now, look, in my old days, in my old mind, I would have thought, okay, if the FBI is following you and doing all this, you might be a communist. Okay? Well, mm-hmm. but, but now my mind says, you just might have been an enemy of the deep state, and the deep state is not... The deep state's more communist than some of the communists were. It was primarily because of, of Lenin's uh, outspoken opinion about the war in Vietnam. Right. Uh but uh, he was also he was considered a threat to the powers that be because mm. of his platform with the young people. Yes, but uh, it was primarily the Vietnam thing that really really got J. Edgar Hoover uh, after him. And, okay, uh, they they pers- and John Lennon turned out to be right, but he said they're they're bugging my phone, they're following he was right. me, they're spying, and he was right about the entire right. thing, and he was mm. eventually proven right. So the same thing Trump said. Yeah. Hmm. It's the, it's um, and, and can there. we can we agree now, all these years later, that the Vietnam thing, we were not really fighting to stop the communists? Correct. Yes, we can. I yes, didn't know that, can. but you're right. right. But a lot of young because we really didn't try to stop the communists. When no, we could have no. stomped them and crushed them, no. we did not, even in Vietnam. And we just played some weird game that got thousands and thousands of American boys killed or maimed. Right, and they were... In general, uh, people that believed in this country, yes. were patriotic, and thought uh, they were doing their their mm-hmm. duty for their country. So we the, we told the them we build it as we're fighting the communists, mm-hmm. we're fighting for freedom, we're we're saving whoever. Hmm. It's almost like mm-hmm. the powers that be in this country lie about most wars going back a long way mm-hmm. yeah. and try to cloak themselves in virtue. No, I'm not saying we haven't done some really good things. Correct. And, and fought the right fights. But it sure does seem that the, there, there's always a little, just a little bit more to the story. A lot of lessons from Vietnam. One, one that mm-hmm. I always, um, I, I remind myself of is you can't help those who aren't really willing to help themselves. Mm. Yeah. You well, know. we should have learned that one before we went and played in the Middle East. Right. Right. We're, we don't really we're gonna, want you. We're going to bring okay. you the U.S. Constitution and, and uh, freedom and independence, and you can't bring those things. Okay. 
right. Here hearts we go. and minds, Cotton. They used to, that's what they used to say. We're winning the hearts and minds. <laughs> the hearts yes. and minds. I heard right. some of that. But yeah. cultures, this is the weird one. This is the one that's hard for Americans, especially, especially leftist Americans. Who are you know they don't they don't really know what they believe the things they're for are really Marxist they don't know it they it think they're going to they're going to create a utopia but you can't drop Western Christendom values of created in the image of God liberty freedom you can't drop those things those ideas into just any old culture. And Americans, and especially the American elite at the top, have acted like, oh no, you just show the flame of freedom to people and they're drawn to it. That's not, that's not true. It is not true. That's one of the things that, that people struggle with. If you look at China, China is very proud of being a 5,000-year-old civilization, the whole nine yards. And there are people in China who, who yearn for Western freedom. There are. But as a culture, as a people, it is deeply ingrained to just do as the emperor says. Mm. Yes. And the emperor may have different names. The emperor may can be the Communist Chinese Party. But it is in their... It is their heritage to be subservient, to be to serve, yes, Mm -hmm. and to just expect that someone thousands of miles away will send an edict written on rice paper, and we'll do it. Well, think about North Korea right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. think about what you've seen, you know, or listened to if you've read any of the books, like by Yanomi Park, who escaped North Korea. Like they're still living in that time on their own and they fall into fits when they see just pictures of the present leader. Like it's unbelievable. And you're right, they're doing the same thing in China and they're going to do the same thing here, which is why I think it's important that we understand lessons from the past. Yeah, and I think that is why here they try to erect, well go ahead Scott, because I I can remember what. To your point, uh, when I was in mainland China, Mm-hmm. And I, I did my best to communicate uh, with with the people there. The number one especially question, the women. Yeah, well, <laughs> all that. But the, 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 we got out a little bit, and, and it's you learned how to do it. But uh, the number one question I was asked, uh, and this was in 2010. Okay, remember who was president and what was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Number one question: Why does your leader or your president apologize? For your country, could mm. not. Right. They could not. No. Remember, Obama was on wow. his world tour of "We're sorry right. for being." Right. And they and they weren't saying, "Why is he doing it?" Because America's great. He was saying, "Why is he doing it?" Because that's your country. Yeah, it just blew their and, minds that that this could even be a, a possibility. Yeah, mm. and mm. it took me a while to really comprehend. It's not about Obama. It's not about left or right or, or mm. even political ideology. It's that. The emperor would apologize for his country. They just yes. could mm. not get around that. Couldn't understand the it. the thing that they're doing in America, and this and people have to step back and, and consider this, and, and they can call in and tell me I'm wrong. But the erasure and the condemnation of American history is not only to make people dislike their country. 
to, to, to tear down the country. That's the one thing. That's the easy one. That's the one that a lot of commentators will talk about. What I think is deeper than that is they're trying to erase that Western idea of the hero. Exceptionalism. American you can't have you can't have Ulysses. You can't have and I'm not talking about Ulysses S. Grant. I'm talking about right. heroes. You can't you can't have George Washington and and crossing the Delaware. You can't have George Washington fighting against the Indians in in his in, in multiple bullet holes, all in his coat and jacket, and the and the Indian chief saying years later, Hey look, we you know, or we tr- we tried to kill you. This, this guy, this this white leader, the general, he's protected by God or the great spirit in the sky, whatever the Indian said. You can't have that story. You can't have the Revolutionary War stories. You can't have Thomas Jefferson being great. You can't have Madison. You can't, you can't have Robert E. Lee. You can't have Stonewall Jackson. It's not about the Civil War. It's not about slavery. It's not about any of that. You can't have people in your history. Look at the, the movies they don't like. They don't like superhero movies. They don't like war movies. They don't like movies that show the American guys whipping the, the the Russian guys or the Chinese guys or the Islamic guys. You can't have heroes. And that's that's the thing that most of our commentators are missing. The war's not only against the country, it's against heroes. So that no one will ever aspire to say, you shall not pass. Mm. To them and their effort to remake America into something new. Everyone needs to be a subservient, yes sir, yes ma'am person. No one willing to say, I would rather die on my feet than live mm-hmm. on my knees. That's why everyone has to be erased. It's not about slavery and oppression and colonialism. It's not. It's about getting rid of mighty people. All right, the show's over. Talk to y'all next week. <laughs> Chris is wrong. Welcome back, everybody. Never mind. I'm not. Oh gonna say my that. goodness, the show between the show. The um, this is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is with us. Everybody is making sure the program goes across to at least half the population of the state of Alabama. Soon we'll be everywhere. Scott. Getting there, getting there, getting there. Just uh, got a couple more things to prove, and then I think the expansion will really accelerate again. And we appreciate you f- and everything that y'all do for us. Don't forget the numbers, 1-800-289-9228. Before we explore burnt biscuits hmm. from the ongoing saga and debate <laughs> at uh, AUR, um, <laughs> I mean, you're you're supposed. Last week we gave you accolades for Scott. being a fantastic cook, and now I'm beginning to think that those cookies came from uh, like Cookie Fix. I made Emmy Shaver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. you to please text me so I can show Scott. And She's Sky. trustworthy. She is trustworthy. She, my firstborn. All my girl, my children are trustworthy, but right. this child. My son-in-law, as a matter of fact, okay. if he's listening to us mm-hmm. right now because he's either listening to the podcast or radio. I wanted him to buy a motorcycle. I know, and he wanted to buy the motorcycle. He bought well, a Jeep instead. It's been a year. He's probably almost done with the Jeep. Now he can get a motorcycle. He is done with. Uh, yeah, if he's listening, listen. I will ben, we'll work out no. a deal, Ben. You need a okay. motorcycle, Ben. I you need, can make it, and you could make money off Scott, of it. 
All right, look, here's the situation. Before we explore that, I just I just need to say before we go to the to Randall mm-hmm. and whoever and Fred. else Where did Fred, Fred, go? Fred left. Come back, Fred. I'll be so quick. Here's the situation. We talked about schools and education earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. I listened to a James Lindsay pod this morning. Okay. And just very quickly, just only stepping on the school aspect of it all. That is where we have to stop what's going on because they're sending out apparatchiks. Oh, oh they're sending okay. out good little soldiers, the, the war on, against heroes, against soldiers, the country. Okay, and I am saying that there is where we recreate and reteach and relearn not what to think. We teach them how to think so that they know being a hero. If, even if you're saying, well, I want to do great big things, even mm. if you are a hero in your own life, for yes. your own family, yes. in your sphere of influence, Preach on. that is it. Mm-hmm. That is all we are asking you right. to be. And yet we see socialism at work in education. Right. We see that it has silenced good men and good women from saying right. this is what's happening in right. schools. We see the product of that mm-hmm. is our students coming out. And if they want to be a hero, oh, you cannot be that. You need to think this way. And we have these right. little polities of SEL and CRT in classrooms. And we've shrunk their mind down to the size of a peanut. Yes. When really they need to be an oak tree. And oak trees are in them. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've got to work on is by getting back. Like some people are going to take their kids out. They're going to homeschool them. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to leave their kids in. But if we have the mindset Let's as believers. get back to teaching Western. That's it. And I'm going to say it Western again. Civ, Christendom values. Teach it. And, and, and here's the thing. Our side gets all squishy about, well, I don't know if we should teach them our values. I don't know if we should. I don't, I don't want to teach. They're and already the, and values. The left, and the left is like, you know, you're a girl, chop off your parts, you know, you save the planet. You know what kills me about the save the planet? You go to the elementary school, you go to the high school, and they're all about save the planet. It's all. It's so easy. I think, um, I think uh, Jordan Peterson says something about it. That it is a sickness that you can look at yourself like you're some great, wonderful person. Mm, mm, with, and, and that's what climate change is because they're like, oh, no, we got to save the planet. We must save the planet. Save the planet. And he's like, clean your room. <laughs> Amen. You know, if all the little planet savers would go pick up the truck, it's the planet savers who are throwing their crap out on the side of the road half or, the time. Or leaving their dishes in the sink. I mean, it, you're exactly right if we just start with the basic. Start at but home. Back to what you were saying. Yes. You are 100% correct. There is a war against heroes, mm-hmm. there's a war against independent thought, there's a war against freedom. It is. We can, however, make that our goal in 2024 Mm -hmm. as a show and as a people group that are a part of this show. We're all ambassadors for heroes and for freedom. Got it. That's what we want to be about, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever, wherever you are, bring it back. Take your stand. Fight it back. Fight. Fight for it. Take your stand. It's worth it. Because the older I get, the more I look back and I look at John Lennon and I look at all the wars and I think, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. it's all a scam. Mm -hmm. It's a scam. Yeah. By the people who profit off the misery of others. Amen. I saw, who was it that said something about war, wars, like, God, maybe from a movie. But it's basically that regular folks don't decide to go fight wars. Mm. It's the pe- people who profit who decide to go fight Rich wars. Rich man's right. war, poor man's fight. 
Yes. Amen. It's unbelievable. There's Fred. Let's get Fred, then we'll go to Randall. Fred, welcome back to the program. Thank you for listening. I hope you're doing well on this last Alabama Unfiltered Radio Day of 2023. I enjoyed your show. Thanks a lot, Scott. I enjoyed it. That was a good Thank show. you, Fred. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, uh, I'm glad that you touched on uh, a little bit about uh, war situations, especially, like you said, a little bit about Vietnam. You were mm-hmm. just using that analogy, I understand. But, listen, I wish that our young people were patriotic again, like they were when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did, I want to, I've never told this before, but I, I want to tell you on the air, I want to tell you something. When I was, when I was in Vietnam and I, we were in a squadron and we were pushing hard, and every time we'd push too hard, they tell us to stand down. Mm-hmm. And I was a kid. I was a kid. I didn't know no different, okay? And we'd push, and they tell us to stand down. Sometimes tell us to retreat and go back eight miles. Sometimes. Okay? So you were, so let me, let me get this straight, Fred. Y'all were being too successful. That's right. Because if you, if you continue to be so successful, you might win. That's right. And we didn't have work. We didn't have rules of en- of engagement like they do now. There was there was no rules of engagement in Vietnam. Uh, you could you could be a, you could be just a buck sergeant like I was, and you could have a lot of a lot of a lot of power at 21 years old. Uh, I would you know what I was just a young kid, you know, right. right? And and you and you and you get to where you're hard. And you get to where you don't you don't like your country and you don't understand why you're there. And you look around and the guys are saying, "Man, I wish I'd have went to Canada like like my buddies did." Right. Uh, and you know we used to laugh about that, but the truth of the matter was, after we got over there, we realized that we had been scammed. We had been set up <laughs> that it Man, wasn't right rough. to even be there. You know, Fred, we got to take a break, brother. I'll, if you if you want to okay. hold over, you can, man. But no, uh, no, thanks, Kylie. Thank you so much, Fred. Thank you for your service, buddy. God bless sir. you. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We call it AUR. I don't know why, but we do. I like it. The um, and we are everyday people, or are we weird? I'm beginning to think we're the weird ones. I think we are weird, Scott. The rest of society. I mean. <laughs> Being normal is overrated. Yeah, apparently so. I think, I think the people who believe like we still believe is somewhat normal here in the Bible Belt and across the South. But, man, other parts of the country. I know someone who... Okay. All right, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. My daughter knows someone who is from another part of the country, possibly Yankee land. Mm. Who had never heard the story of Adam and Eve. Come on. I promise. Really? College age kid. No idea. They have no idea who Jesus is. Mm. They have no understanding of Christianity at all. And in the further discussion, that's how it's not that they just don't know Jesus or aren't saved or or whatever. It is don't even know Adam and Eve, Moses, and 
what I didn't ask, I failed to ask about like Noah's Ark. I was just wondering you, you would about think that. a children's book, Noah's Ark, the animals, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, this uh, her friend had never heard about Adam and Eve. It's astounding, and that is absolutely a United States kid from a northern state. And I thought, huh. because you think that's impossible, right? And I and I'd heard a person talking, a missionary talking a few years ago, and this person said. Hey, look, why are, why are we spending all our time trying to get our, our our missionaries to go to the Congo and to, you know, the Amazon? And when we have major cities in the United States where there are people who have no idea what the Bible says. And I thought, that's not true. That can't be true. This is the United States. After the story my daughter told me, I'm like, oh, no, that's that's absolutely true. Aren't mission organizations now sending missionaries to the U.S.? I guess they are. I mean, they I'll, should I'll be. I, thought, I thought it was. I think so. I thought it was dumb at the time. Yeah. No, I've heard the same thing. That um, I've heard that same argument, but I've also heard that there are mission groups sending people from other countries to the U.S. to evangelize. So let me ask this question, just to roll it back, and then we're going to Randall and T.S. We get in so many discussions here in the South about. Um, what should be taught in schools, what's being taught, what's not being taught. Let me just ask this question straight up. From a historical standpoint, an educational standpoint, an understanding, just, a, just to be an educated person, just to know stuff. Does it bother anyone that American children would have never heard of this story? We'll, we'll say it's an allegory. I, it's absolutely true in my mind, but just say... It's a story, an allegory, in a literary work written by some old dude. Okay? Okay. Wouldn't an educated American at least have heard of the story of Adam and Eve? But I promise that same kid knows about transgenderism, the rights of homosexual couples. And what a rainbow the, means. I'm what sure. a rainbow means, the oppressive nature of the United States. So, so my point is I want people to really stop over these last few days of the holidays and think about our children are being educated. Mm -hmm. They are learning stuff. And we're so shy about making sure they learn the stuff we know is right but the other side is not shy about making sure that they know the stuff that they think is right. And even when we're in charge, we're like, well, we don't want to instill our values. That would be... Some, they're learning some set of values. That is the battle. And we just haven't figured out that that is the fight. Amen. So our school board members, our legislators, our governors, they should all be on our side and saying, you know what? In Alabama... In our local school system, in our state school systems, we're, this is what we're doing. And there should, look, and when we start pushing back on what the left has been doing to our children for all these years and creating a society where there, there are more and more children who are depressed, more and more children who are committing suicide, more and more children who who look at, you know, their outlook on life is, is so dim and so dark and they... What the left has given us, this humanism, doesn't work. No. Hasn't worked. We've given them their chance 
For 40, 50, 60 years now, we have let these people give us what they said was going to make everybody happy. Free drugs, oh, you know, free love, free sex, free this, you're great, I'm great, self-esteem. No one, nothing's wrong, your truth, my truth, their truth, no truth. We have let them run their, we, we gave them a chance. We shouldn't have, we were stupid. But we gave them their chance. Yeah, the state makes a lousy God, it turns out. Yeah, so now can we not say, hey, look, you screwed it up. You're not begging for it anymore. It's not the 60s. It's not the hippie professors. It's not the flower children. It's not the, oh, man, just let us do it, man. That's gone. Y'all did it. And you destroyed the place. And now we're trying to, we're trying to put out the fire, take the timbers that aren't burned down, We'll see what works, and let's let's build it back. But those people have ha- have to be told to stop. I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm just asking questions and asking for all of us to ask questions and go. How long do we let them continue their great experiment? Because it's always just a, just one more thing. Mm-hmm. If we can just get people to, if we can just get more men to think they're women. If we can just get, if we can just have multiple wives, we'll, we'll be there. If we can just, God, if we could just get to pedophilia, it, it would be awesome. Society would be great and it'd just be, love would just be flowing and it'd be awesome. It's always one more depravity will make everything wonderful. Think about that. If you'll just give us one more depraved thing, just one more, it'll be awesome. None of it's worked. If you just look at it scientifically, it has not worked. So let's go to TS. I know Randall Randall will talk longer than TS, but let's get to TS before we take a break. TS, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, there. Hey, hey. TS. I got myself worked up, so I'm sorry for not getting to y'all faster. Hold on. It's okay. It's okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Coming from a retired educator, yes, ma'am. I used to always instill in all of my kids and it's neat i see them now and they're like in their 20s and 30s and i'm like oh you're still my kid but anyway all the time i had motivational positive stuff in the library or the classroom yes one of my favorite one of my favorites was stand up for what is right even if you're standing alone Mm. there you go you know and kids our kid, we got to get our kids back, just like you guys are saying, because all right. this stuff that's going on is breaking my heart. And it we is. can do something about it, but we've all got to stand up. That's right. Well, and, and we and have not, to make sure that they know what is right, T.S. Right. That's the problem. And I mean, you, you got right. kids who are going to take a stand for... You know, I mean, we're looking, we're looking at it. Look at the Palestinian, the, the terrorist versus Israel deal. Oh, and, okay. and millions of kids can't figure out what's right because they've been so brainwashed they don't just have respect for human life. No. Okay, let me read this from Albert okay. Einstein, and I'll let you go. Yes, ma'am. Uh, learn, learn from yesterday, live for today, and hope for tomorrow. That's strong, T.S. We're, we're going to have a good 2024, and we're taking our country back. I don't care what you got it. Amen. Rock on. I'm fired up. If I was a Marine, I'd say hoorah. Love you too. Happy New Year. Wait, let Sky tell his Black Eyed Peas story, please. I can't wait to hear it. We'll talk to you next year, T.S. Randall. Happy New Year. Randall, you're up next.
point. I got, I got, uh, all right, I'm gonna write it. I got a quote for you. Welcome back in. Welcome back in. The, um, uh, golly, we're working on so many things over here, Sky. We, we really are. I've got, a, got some good I'm ideas. Taking notes. I think we're safe. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking notes. I'm working on a column while we're talking, while Scott and you are riffing. Carry on, fellas. Let's, uh, let's go to Randall. Randall, thank you for your patience, brother. But I know you were going to be, um, I was going to say long-winded, but no, no. more in-depth than other folks. So, And that's what we love about you. Welcome to the program, brother. Randall. There's one thing about me. I'm gonna have to. I listen regardless at the same way, regardless if I'm gonna hold or I ain't. I can't. Like you saw the other day, you talking about them, you know, having to go back to work. I don't know how people work without you. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. <laughs> I, can't oh. it. I can't. Like, that's why I, when I my phone messed up, and I can't download the app because I've used somebody else's app ID and all that stuff, and I had to go through a lot. <laughs> Demonic 
you're right. It's the demonic thing we fight. And and the, how they get moved up in the bar is telling you what they're going to do before they do it and getting credit mm-hmm. for it and uh, making you go into a pocket. Uh, man, the book, uh, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I forgot the name of that book. But Stoner Sanders, look up that. She wrote a book about 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 how they make you go into a pocket. We're all in the pool table. We, we may go into a hole that we pick, but trust me, we're going to end up down there where they want us to. It's a, and they, mm. we can pick that nine pockets, uh, you know what I mean? But they don't care. But, but Randall, but Randall, we can't, but here's my question, Randall. We can't, we can't, I know you said we got to get out in front of it, but don't we just have to create people who will take a stand here in Alabama, here in the South, and at least have a fighting chance? We can't get out in front of all that stuff internationally. Yeah, we got to have somebody that lied to the government, take the government money, still get it to our fund and our schools. Because we can't live without the money. We know that. So we right. got to lie to them, get their money, and build it with their money. And then yeah, it's kind of like lying to the Nazis, I, isn't it? I, I, hmm. Randall, I appreciate